Hello, everybody. Oh, Mike. This is Michael, the Never Better Show. <laughs> Go ahead, Michael. Run with it. What do you got? No, no, no. What? Welcome to Never Better, a show that's never going to get any better. I'm your host, Spencer Harris. Joining me this week, to I'm sure everybody's surprise, is a genuine rap scallion, a certifiable scalawag, and an individual of questionable character. I refer, of course, to Mr. Michael Rios. Woods, woods. Jigga, jigga. That's me. You changed it up. Oh, there we go. And naturally... Craig Gray is also here. Craig Gray, who, before you begin, Craig, had better have a new way to say hello that does not involve the word hello. Uh, not been stalling, I've been giving you time to come up with something. Let's hear it. How about uh, greetings from the front? Ooh, that's a little topical, isn't it? Well, we're a very topical <laughs> show, Spencer. I don't know that we are. I think I think we're a pretty, pretty goofball show nine times out of ten. Craig got the laptop out now. Yeah, you know. Got to do my research, <laughs> Spencer. Pull that shit up, Spencer. How many for our hundredth episode? We should do uh, our hundredth episode live from the Ukraine-Russian border, if there is still one. <laughs> By the time we get to hundred episodes. Now, last week we agreed we would not talk about geopolitics. <laughs> geopolitics on account of our. Uh, propensity to inadvertently cause terrible things to happen just by referring to them obliquely. So from now so on, maybe we should, gonna... maybe we should talk about um, you know peace and uh, them you know exactly settling equal this whole pay, thing. Equal rights, and yeah, that's right, Michael. Equal draft. Well, equal draft. See now, see, the draft is exactly the sort of thing we aren't going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> NFL draft. One because it's not going to happen, and two because if we talk about it for long enough, clearly we're going to speak it into existence, and it will happen. So we're not. And going we've to talk we've about already it. pissed off the postmaster general. So, <laughs> God, I hope so. Equal Fuck that guy. Those will become an express mail. <laughs> oh man, I don't really have an intro this week because I was working later than I intended to. So, uh, how's everybody doing? Holding up pretty good. Yeah, I would say so. Doing good. I would say so. Doing good. Okay, okay, okay. Still living the dream. Spencer, I was doing a little trivia last night. Where you now? You, you, I, you pegged me as a trivia guy, to be honest with you. That's true. Did you play a lot of Trivial Pursuit when you were a kid? I, uh, no, but I learned a lot of stupid facts. Mm. So I, I basically did the prep work, but never went to the competition. Have you ever done like uh, pub trivia or bar trivia? A couple times, yeah. Uh, also, when I was in high school uh, in a, uh, AP government, Mr. Smith's class. Shout out to Mr. Smith. AP Gov. AP Gov. Which was? Um, like once a quarter or something, he would have an extra credit Jeopardy game that was just all current events. Mm-hmm. And I, believe me, I was never more popular than I was <laughs> in, in those mo- those fleeting moments. <laughs> pick me, pick me. Like there was there was one category. Like I couldn't do sports trivia because I didn't know anything. There was like this one other guy, uh, Gion who could handle all that. So if you got me and Gion on a team, 
We're going to wipe the Wait, floor. Wait, Dion or Gion? Gion. Oh, wow. With a G. I've never heard that name before. Yeah. It's out there. All right. Fair enough. Shout out to Gion. Uh, yeah. And that was, man. Because that was, like, that was worth real points. Like, that would, like, people got boosted up, like, a letter grade for the quarter, like, on the report card, based solely on that. Spencer Harris was a hot commodity. I was. I as well took AP government, my only AP class in my life. And go? that thing was the worst class I ever took. <laughs> That's why I was the only like one. He, yeah, he really treated it as like, this is college. And he would, <laughs> oh, like, let's say you ask him for help. You ask him for help. He would be like, so if you were in your dorm room right now <laughs> and did not have contact to your professor, uh, what would you do? Like, but I do. Like, oh. I'd Google the answer. Yeah, Google it. And he'll be like, when would you not have your professor's info to contact them? That's my thing, man. This guy was taking it so serious, and he would make us. No, write... no, no, Michael. He was not taking it seriously. He was lazy, and he didn't want to answer your questions. That too. And then also he wouldn't true. like. He would like be like. He'd be like. He wouldn't make homework. He'd be like, "You, you make your own homework." <laughs> All right. <laughs> then I just my homework is go to bed when I feel like it. He would check it. He'd be like, "Hmm." Did you go to bed at uh, 10.30? <laughs> yes, sir. A plus. I honestly forget his name, but I want to shout him out. <laughs> you, want to shout, you want to shout out this guy you hate? Uh, he was a cool guy, honestly. Cool dude. He just, his <laughs> overall experience made me hate my life. <laughs> he was honestly. a cool guy. He just destroyed that's, my that's, self-worth. That's the AP exam I told y'all that I just fell asleep on. Uh, I woke up, was like, that's not oh, a five, is we're out of here, okay. <laughs> but you got your name down at least, right? <laughs> Did you, you open like the point. packet? Yep, got my name down, yep. I tried. Circled <laughs> some stuff. Maybe, I would maybe love maybe to read your essay. I bet you they, like the proctors, or not the proctors, the, uh, the, the test reviewers out in like the compound in Colorado, they send them all to every year or whatever. I bet you they got that up on the wall. Probably like the Michael Rios AP Gov essay. <laughs> like, how did this guy even get accepted to the class? You're a legend <laughs> down at the college board. Could well be. But when we had our little uh, argument seminars, I guess we had like our little uh, debates. Socratic seminars. Oh man, we. Oof. I was king. Really? I was king. Actually, I could picture that because from what, from what I know about you, you will absolutely steadfastly refuse to admit when something somebody else said makes more sense than you. Yep, and we didn't have no fact checkers there. <laughs> just shout them down. Best believe. For example, just today, you told me, Michael, that all fish are the same species. Amen. Same genus, at least. Dude. Christ, fish, don't encourage them. <laughs> fish eat fish, making them camelist. Cannibalist. What? I didn't understand anything you just said. <laughs> e fish or what? What do you say? All fish. So okay. you know, all fish eat other fish. Um, just bigger fish, eat smaller fish, and then you know, okay, keep going and going. Yeah, and going okay, and going. sure. I'll give you right, that. So base, so basically, fish are eating other fish, making them cannibalist. Cannibals. Cannibals. Cannibalist. Do you have a problem with that, Michael? No, I'm it's just. It's not cannibalism. It's I'm, not because they're not the same species. Do fish brains have like those prions in them, Spencer? Do you know? Um, 
mad cow disease and all? I have no idea. That's why you don't want to eat human <laughs> I'm brains. I'm afraid I'm completely unqualified for that one. I am unprepared for this question. That's why. Well, that's why. You, that's brain? why you don't want to eat human brains is because you can get sick because it's got prions in there. Yeah. Oh, is that a thing? Well, if if that weren't standing in our way, though, <laughs> if only. <laughs> Maybe there's some perfect world out there. Do we carry mercury in our uh, system? A oh, for bit. sure. Yeah, a very small amount. You don't want a lot. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Fish, Fish have a lot awesome. of mercury, tuna especially. But it's so good. Don't want to get in a movie. That's why pregnant women should not should limit the amount of uh, fish they eat. Limits or not eat it at all? I mean, I probably ideally not eat it at all, but don't eat a lot. In case you ever get pregnant, Michael, just that's a little tip for you. Yeah. I think uh, Craig wanted to bring some points up. Well, hang on. I do have an itinerary now. I know I said I didn't earlier because I was scrambling. Wait, can I just, in the interest of like completeness, can I just share my uh, AP government anecdote real quickly? Uh, sure, absolutely. Go nuts. Uh, my AP government teacher was pretty normal. Uh, I mean, he was, he was fine. You know, he was okay. But he had one Great peculiar, story so far. One peculiar trait where he was just a massive Calvin Coolidge fan. Of all people. He loved Calvin Coolidge. He would always talk about him. He had posters, the whole thing. Poster? No one makes... Did well, he make like a, Like a campaign poster. Like in his classroom? Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. He was a big fan. That's dedication well beyond rational behavior. They call him Coolites. It's Calvin Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge fans. <laughs> no, they don't. No one does that. Well, he did. It's the 21st century, Craig. Nobody does that anymore. <laughs> Tell that to Mr. Haley. It's like calling someone an Oki. Like, no one does it. The time has come and gone. Oh, his name was Mr. Grill. Mr. Griddle? Mr. Grill? Grill. Grill, yeah, Mr. Grillo. Grill? With an E on the yeah. end or no? No, just, uh, I think Like so. G-R-I-L-L? Mr. McGriddle. I think so. <laughs> All right. But yeah, he would always uh try to be bipartisan. His first name was Propane. <laughs> Go ahead, Spence. That concludes our oh, okay. uh, AP I, I, government. I didn't realize uh, we're back to me. Man, the pacing okay. is just snapping. It's on point. <laughs> I'm actually going to throw it back to you, Michael, in a segment that we're calling the Michael Wave. Ooh. Ding. Are you, pre- are you prepared for that responsibility? Beep, beep, boop. That sounds beep, like yes in some That's kind of yes. language. Let's go. Michael. Hit me with it. You wrote the following sentence fragment with a question mark at the end. And I'd like to give you 90 seconds to discuss it. Let's go. The phrase is, Giving money to your college? So, if you don't mind, I'm just going to hit 130 on the timer real quick. Gotcha. I just want to let the listeners know, I write all these things down and never know when Spencer's going to hit me with them. (laughs) This is true. I purposefully write one down, and I think he may expect me to pick the one that he's done most recently, and I pick one from like two months ago. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, great. So was, try to put yourself back into uh, past Mike's headspace. Yeah, when it was in the frontal lobe. <laughs> All right, ready? Three, two, one, go. All right. I will never, ever, absolutely <laughs> never, ever, ever, never, ever, 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 A minute never, 20. Ever, 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 give money to my schools ever again. Again? I- You've done it before? 
Never. Yeah, basically, I have. Yes, oh, I well, have. Okay, yeah, you paid the, my yeah. the library is named money. after Michael. It should uh, be. How much money they stole from me. Because of all those late fees. How much they robbed <laughs> from me. I'm telling you, I would never donate money to a school. Well, you got 53 if seconds. They, Do you want to tell us why? I could be rich, millionaire, like Bezos status, and I would not give them a cent. Are you talking because specifically they, they, about they, higher education or like you would like a preschool? 40 seconds. Doesn't matter. Even preschool. Doesn't matter. Well, okay. Preschool? <laughs> like, the orphanage. <laughs> I will, even my preschool, kindergarten, or elementary seconds. school, middle school, high school. Actually, why? They, Michael, tell us why. Fuck them kids. It's because they stole enough. Like, they stole enough from me. They stole <laughs> enough from this. me. They, we have field oh. trips. They want to pay for my field trips. Oh, you got to pay. Senior dues. What? Come on now. I pay enough for this thing. Definitely Mason. They robbed me. I'm still paying them. <laughs> High interest Three, as well. Three, two, one. Time's up. Brains are Yeah, I mean, like, I've already started to receive emails from from my college about, hey, if you have any money, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> if you wouldn't mind poking around in the couch cushions. The uh, Alumni Association. But would you do Ooh, it? Yeah. Would hey, you hey. do it? I don't think so. No. Like, I got a phone ever? call one time, and it was like, Maybe a year. No, I think it was like six months after I graduated where some like voice cracking freshman who, you know, worked in this like part time desk job for probably like student credit and 15 <laughs> cents an hour calls me up on my cell phone number and says, hello, sir. Uh, is this, this Spencer Harris? I'm calling from the Virginia Tech Alumni Association. I, was, I literally just I was like, stop right there. Is this about me donating money? And they said, oh, yes, sir. I said, no, thank you. And that was the end of the conversation. And they have never called me back. Did you say take me off this list? I didn't even have to. Damn. Yeah, or yeah, I mean, or call- you could have just been like, hey, is this Spencer Harris? And you could have just said no and hung up. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for them to call me, honestly. So I could just tell them my mind. Be like, oh, y'all need more money, huh? <laughs> you want more money? Give them a bunch of counterfeit Ooh. money, Michael. <laughs> Ooh. Some monopoly. Or give them, give them all in uh, in two dollar bills. So they think it's counterfeit. Bounce like a ten million dollar check. <laughs> mm. That happened to me. One, well, that didn't happen to me. Like the two dollar bounced thing a ten million dollar check. I bounced <laughs> somebody gave you a ten million dollar check. <laughs> no, somebody gave me a when I was working at this shitty job at a, a hotel deli. Sandwich shop, coffee shop, gift shop place. It's uh, it's closed now. It's gone. Thank God. Were you a bellhop? Um, no, I was a sandwich and coffee. You maker. seem like you'd be a good bellhop. I think that's a compliment. So I'm gonna say thanks. Like I'm not saying now, but like back in the day when you were like in high school or whenever, like you would have been a good bellhop. Aw, that's the nicest thing you've ever said about me. I'm a nice guy. Uh, but I was working this job, you know, behind the counter of this shitty rest. It was like a knockoff Starbucks. Like we sold Starbucks products, but I'm pretty sure we were not allowed to i mean so you said it was just a um, coffee shop it was it was it, we also had sandwiches that i had to make for the morons who worked or who uh, stayed in the hotel and this one kid came in like, and there was almost never anybody in there unless it was like a like a line out the door for some hot yoga convention and a bunch of like 50 <laughs> year old dudes with feather earrings would be lined right. up wanting paninis feather um, earrings. but most of the time it was dead empty he wants so some of that flatbread 
They crave it. <laughs> oh, they crave it. But it's empty no, this time. This this kid comes in, and it's like a clear line of sight from me to the door. So it's not like he's escaping my notice. But he's like like skulking around as though he's you know avoiding my detection. Like what the fuck? And he inches up to the counter, and he reaches up into the tip jar. And I'm looking at him because I figure he's like about to try to take something out of the tip jar. But he makes eye contact with me, and he releases something from his hand into the jar. And then, like, dashes away, giggling to himself. <laughs> this kid's probably, like, I don't know, 11, is what I would guess. And I look in the jar, and it's, it's a pair of $2 bills. Oh, he got you. And I, I, I think he thought he was giving me fake money. <laughs> I mean, are you sure they were real? Uh, I mean, sure enough. I don't. Why would you fake a $2 bill? Also, why would you tip with a $2 bill? You got to keep those, man. Right. And like he didn't buy anything. He was just I don't know what the I don't know what his plan was. A lot of weird stuff happened at that hotel. I don't have time to get into it. How all. many stars did this hotel have? Uh not a ton. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it no longer exists. So we're not talking about like a Marriott or something. Oh no no. This is a, a one off. This is not a franchise. Ah. A bed and breakfast. B and B. Worse. Bigger and worse. <laughs> Anyway, Craig, I'm launching a a segment, I believe. I have to assume this is part of what you were talking about last week, the thing that you wrote down. Um, I'm calling this segment Craig Gray's Trillion Dollar Notebook. So we're not going to call it Craig Tank? Oh, I thought that was... But, I thought the Craig Tank was like an invention in Craig Gray's Trillion Dollar. No, Network. no, that was that. That's like Shark Tank, but with my name instead. Ooh. That was not. That is not rhyme. That is not scan at all. <laughs> well, I mean, neither does Shark and Tank, but they, it works. It's it's like Sh- they're sharks, though. And and I'm Craig. But you're the ideal maker. So we're. But that sounds like we're trying to impress you. It, it's it's Spencer and Michael Tank, if anything. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, you got me. I got him. Welcome to Craig Gray's Trillion Dollar Notebook. Craig Gray's Trillion Dollar Notebook. I'm very excited about this, Spencer. As am I. Well, I think we're going to have to uh, limit it to a couple, like what, what we said, one or two per yeah, week. Yeah, that's fine. Not, that's uh, fine. You know, to give, it, give it some time to build up steam, you know, so you can replenish it uh, without depleting everything. Sure. And I, I this was, is why the laptop's out, huh? Yeah, well, is... no, the laptop's out just because it's it's always out. Um, but I did write these down in a Word document. Um, so, Notarized. so just for the audience here, I've I've in my notes app on my phone, I've been accumulating ideas, uh, business ideas that I get uh, periodically for years and years and years, and I, I've been that accumulating is, businesses in a, in a, exclusively, or businesses and like products, uh, both ideas, okay, ventures. Potential potential ventures. Do you know what year you said you, you started this? Like when um, and why? I, I think twenty nine. No, it would have been. I could uh, I could check my notes out, but I think twenty eighteen was my first was my first idea. Damn, an Olympiad ago. Now I've gathered three here, but I don't only really want to talk about two. Um, okay. And I, when I was thinking about this, Spencer, today I was thinking. At first, I was really excited. 
And then I was legitimately hesitant because I think some of these, some of these could be really something here. Someone's going to swipe one. And I, I'm, I'm somewhat hesitant about putting this out on a public forum. How about this, Craig? Swap out one key detail, and then we'll try to guess what it was. Um, okay. Here, how about this? I'm going to the first. Craig, um, there, go ahead, Michael. We're going to black. Uh, we're going to block all pending um, patent. Approval. Yeah, these are all patent pending, by the way. So don't go. even try it, people. Uh, There's no point. If you yeah. in patent law right now, uh, you're getting kicked out. The server is down. Uh, you know, actually, this is unrelated, but I actually have a patent. Um, what? But that's a separate thing. Huh. <laughs> Didn't go anywhere. That's why he wanted to do this segment. He just wanted to bring that up really quick. Not no, to brag. But, okay. So the first one I'm going to say is, I'm going to read all of these ideas verbatim how they're written in my notes app. Okay. The first one I'm going to say is, I legitimately don't remember what I meant by this. <laughs> okay. Maybe you guys can decipher it for me. I, and I don't have a date, which is annoying because I made them all in one, in one page in the notes app. Hmm. Uh, but this idea is just two words. It's just hmm. different eggs. <laughs> different eggs. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not That's sure it, what though. I meant. So you're saying like duck eggs, ostrich eggs, or are you talking about like brown eggs? I don't know what I'm saying, Michael. Different eggs. Are you talking about like a variety you know, pack of eggs? I'm going to take this a different angle here. Think about Easter for a second, right? Okay. You want to dye some eggs. What's the first name that comes to mind when it comes to dyeing eggs? Chicken. Paws. What? Paws? P-A-A-S? You never saw it? Really? Nobody else? Paws? What the hell is that? Craig, I thought I'd have at least you on this. Peeps? I know what Pez is. Yeah, They make the, the paws. They make the egg dyeing kits with the little loops that you. It's like the whole kit. Okay, 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 okay. I've, I've used the yeah. kit before, but nobody knows it's called paws. Spencer, you lost me so hard right there. What? Yeah. But you know what we're talking about now, right? Do you ever dye eggs for each Spencer, I promise you, if you asked 10,000 people what's paws, you, five of them would be like, oh, it's the Easter thing. If you prime them with, I, I started out with saying it's Easter. Uh, anyway, the point is, <laughs> there is no other name in the egg dyeing business but Paws. Do they have they, so they have a monopoly on egg dye? Pretty much, it's messed up. Huh. And that's where Different Eggs Incorporated comes in. That sounds I like a. I le- think. Yeah, go ahead, Michael. So funny thing is, I think I know where you're going with this, Craig. Do tell. Like I think, Are you sure that's not just a byproduct of your insane confidence? Michael? No, no, no. I think I think <laughs> he was thinking of variety packs of chicken eggs. Like they got small ones, they got extra large, large, jumbo. Okay. Yep. They got brown so, eggs. Why would I you think... not want just a standardized set of eggs? No, I think okay, Michael is is uh, now that he's talking about it, it kind of is jogging me a little bit. I think Michael is closer to the truth. Yeah, sometimes you need a small egg, like let's say you're making a little cupcake. You know what I'm saying? Boom, put that I'm little small egg. But so what I get, I think I think what I was thinking is not necessarily <laughs> <It's> insane. <laughs> not necessarily different sizes of chicken eggs, but like you go buy a dozen eggs and like. Three would be chicken eggs. You get an ostrich egg. You get a couple you get quail an, eggs. You cannot put these all in one card. Have you seen an ostrich egg, Craig? It's the size of Michael's head. Well, that in, that's where we need to come up. That's how we solve the problem. That's the that's the value proposition, Spencer. That's that's yeah. That's the patent pending part. You know, that's pending. Don't you forget it. It come in a big box, and the size in the the, the side of the egg 
those are my little check. So bags. Spencer, you wouldn't have any interest in purchasing a variety egg pack? No. I think that's a I good idea. I, I think so. actually think that's a good a variety pack of eggs. Yeah, just put them all in a big garbage bag together. Let them rattle around. Let them get to know each other. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna put, I'm putting that one in the maybe column. <laughs> <laughs> a little generosity to himself there. Okay, what's, now uh, the, what's the next the other one? one. This is an idea I'm legitimately excited about. Are you going to do the thing where you change the detail? Or are you just going to do it as is because it's all patent pending? No, nope, just going to do it as is. Okay, good to know. Again, these are verbatim, and you know they're not the names of the business necessarily, but it's just what it is. Cold pizza delivery, and I spelled delivery wrong. Well, then you didn't read it verbatim. What does it say? Delivery, delivery, uh, no e basically. Cold pizza. Well, there's the name. Hold on. There you go. Greg, you're Cold saying pizza they, delivery, Michael. So you're saying they make pizza, hold it for a day, and then you order it? That's exactly what I'm This is what I'm saying, Michael. Guaranteed delivery in 30 hours or less. Imagine oh, this. <laughs> Imagine this. Hold on. Imagine we open up a pizza shop, okay? Now, traditionally, your regular Domino's, Pizza Hut, uh, you know, Little Caesars, etc. Little Caesars. They're predominantly marketing... Spencer, have an open mind, please. Okay. They're predominantly, <laughs> I can see it in your face. Perhaps they're predominantly marketing towards the lunch and dinner, mainly dinner crowds. Okay. The hot meals. And we, so our, our pizza restaurant will also make pizzas, hot pizzas, if you want them for lunch or dinner. But we will make excess pizzas throughout the day, and ones that are not purchased, we will put in the refrigerator. And then we will heavily market towards the breakfast crowd and we will deliver cold pizza, day old cold pizza to, to hungover college students or people, mostly single people probably. Um, and we are serving all three, all three meals of the day instead of just one or two. Mostly single people. Craig, I'm going to let you in on a secret <laughs> about when drunk college students are buying pizza. It's when they're drunk that night. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. You know, it's true. Or how about this? How about this? How about this? Here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Here. Okay. Spencer. Okay. Uh, valid go point, ahead, Spencer. Hit it, hit it. Imagine this now. Hit it. Let's say you and the fellas get together. You're about to go out for mm-hmm. a raucous night uh, on the town. You're going you're gonna to have mm-hmm. some beverages. Cutting it up. And you know you're going to get pretty messed up. So what you do is you call into you know, Craig's Pizza Shop and you say, hey, uh, I'm going to get really wasted tonight. I want, Craig, I want a cold pizza it, delivered to my door at 8 a.m. tomorrow. You can't call it Craig's Pizza Shop because people are not going to call CPS for pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Craig'sPizza.com. Or no, just CP.com. Nope, that's not going to work either. <laughs> Tell me that's not got potential. <laughs> I don't know. So I see this more for 7-Eleven, though, like... Let's say, you know, the, yeah, like, we're oh, like, oh, you know, the, the, Michael's got a point. That does feel like something. It's like, do. we're like, you know, the beer and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, we're located in Virginia. Oh, I sell so beer. Yeah. Oh, my. like the beer is next to the chips always. You no, I'm that? thinking you, you keep the pizza in like the, the refrigerated beer section of the store. We just keep a couple of 12 inch pepperonis in there. That's right. That's was, what I'm saying. I was thinking this would be next to like the, ch- the chips. Like this well, is 12 years old. Or like twelve hours years old. I said twelve years. Uh, twelve <laughs> hours old. 
finally you know, barrel aged pizzas <laughs> instead of uh stored in oak cast steak aged yeah, you meats, gotta cut you the film off before you eat it oh. that's when it's good <laughs> like a country ham like what's the cold I, basically i i think there's an underserved commercial market for cold pizza the drunks well, it's just an under. It's an under. You're, you're saying the overserved are underserved. I'm thinking the the pizza the pizza community, the pizza industry as a whole is skewed. <laughs> the pizza community is skewed towards an eight hour window of the day. I'm saying, let's turn that eight hour window into a twenty four hour window. Hmm. Maximize pizza profits. PP. Craig, do you believe do you believe that the cold pizza would taste different than the hot pizza? Oh yes, Michael. That's a silly thing to ask. Yes. Oh, okay. specifically day old, day day old aged cold pizza. Twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. hours. It, it honestly doesn't even have to be twenty four hours. Twelve hours. Twelve hours. The key, like, Michael. Like the, in the key. This is the in key. In the fridge Michael. or out? There you yeah, go. That's a good question. So here's what you do: you get a hot pizza. It has to be stored in the open until it receives room temperature, and then you take that room temperature pizza into the fridge. Gotcha. You don't go hot into the fridge. You got to go hot room temp <laughs> fridge. You're going to shock the pizza. <laughs> it's like a cigar. You got to let it acclimate. Uh, make sure you keep some of the pizza water on the side to make a velvety sauce. Yeah, I pizza. think this is a 7-Eleven type of thing, honestly. I, guess, I, think, I think your market here, uh, you're going to sell this to Sheets, Greg. That's going to be it. Ooh, or Sheets. Specifically yeah, Sheets. And I'm, you know, sheets. Not Wawa. These ideas don't have to be standalone businesses. Maybe we pitch it to... Uh, I don't know, Mr. Eleven, whoever the Seven Eleven guy is. I don't know, Mr. Sheet. <laughs> All I'm saying is there's potential. I, I'm I'm more in line with this one than I am with different eggs. I'll tell you that. How about instead so of saying that, different eggs, we say variety pack eggs, <laughs> value pack eggs. My thing is, then you do you get into the, like the spaghetti, you know, um, days old right. or the wings with days old what, or you the breadsticks. Day old spaghetti? Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think what Pizza Hut sells or something like that. Like, do you get into those things or just? How about this? Instead well, of saying, instead of specifically cold first. pizza, we open up a cold Italian food uh, business. All Italian food we serve cold. Now you lost me again. <laughs> okay, so maybe we go back to the pizza. Unless you can tie it back together with a really good name for the joint. And that's a no from Craig. I'll, I'll say, I'll say, <laughs> I'm trying to think myself of one. How about, How about uh, just record yourself saying it later. I'll edit it in here. Let's all okay. laugh I'll, really yeah, quick. No, uh, ready? Yeah, we'll do laugh that. on three. One, two, three. <laughs> uh, I <say> clap. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Clap. <laughs> Wait, did he say one? <laughs> no, he clapped. No, no, no. I thought you said oh. one, two, three, clap. So I clapped instead of laughing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is a refined program we find ourselves on. I've got one more if you guys want it. I was gonna say I wanna I wanna segue into the next one. That's game, fine. But I've got I've got there, enough for these there. to go on for days. Perfect. That's what I like to hear. I thought we made some good headway there. I think so. We've all been like the proverbial uh, hungover college student, you know, 8 a.m. Sunday morning, just sort of half alive, right? Right. Rummaging through the fridge, 
eyes barely open. Sure. Well, it's not just us who feels that way. And that's why it's time to take a little pit stop by the wildlife dispatch. Uh-huh. That didn't make any sense. <laughs> it's time to... It's the wildlife dispatch. Fuck it. You know what I'm... Anyway, here, here comes the part where I pretend to be David Attenborough. <laughs> Desperate to impress, the trio recites facts about animals in what mammalogists call the wildlife dispatch. And what happens next is truly extraordinary. Reading from the New York Times. You might have already heard about this. It's been making the rounds a little bit. Uh, but I, I, uh, I haven't heard anybody talking about it, least of all you two. So I figured I'd, uh, I'd run it by you. What do you think? <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. Hank the Tank, a 500-pound bear, ransacks a California community. Oh, I've heard man. whispers of this story. Yeah, and Hank the Tank is absolutely the episode art because he is, as far as I'm concerned, a national treasure. Over the edge. Uh, Paintballs, beanbags, sirens, and tasers cannot keep the quote-unquote exceptionally large bear from seeking leftover pizza and other food. (laughs) Officials say he has broken into at least 28 homes since July. Initial thoughts? Hold on. Uh, uh, This is you, Spencer. You're going to be mad at me, but just real quick. Pause comes from um, Pazin, the Dutch word for Easter. Well, I knew it was Dutch. Anything that looks that weird has to be. You knew that was Dutch? <laughs> huh? You knew that was Dutch? I figured it had to be. Yeah, it's got two A's smushed together. Who else does that? Oh, <laughs> Jeez. Since the summer, a black bear known as Hank the Tank has made a 500-pound nuisance of himself in South Lake Tahoe, California, breaking into more than two dozen homes to rummage for food and leaving a trail of damage behind. So far, nobody has been able to deter Hank, said Peter Tira, a spokesman for the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Department officials and the local police have tried to quote-unquote haze the bear with paintballs, beanbags, sirens, and tasers, but he is too drawn to humans and their food to stay away for long. Tasers are not hazing. (laughs) I don't know why they said haze. That's not a... a a fun prank. Said, well, uh, to be fair, neither is most frat hazing, from what I understand. True. Michael knows he's been kicked out of a frat. Yeah. So hold <laughs> on, hold on. They said, they said, they said this guy is five hundred pounds. Five hundred. How is he still hungry? <laughs> he's just gorging <laughs> on himself. Five hundred. Takes pounds. a lot of food to keep that engine going. Oh my goodness, this guy really sleeping for winter. Well, it is winter. California. Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> I mean, my understanding of bears is they're sort of pre-programmed to be just opportunistic feeders. So, like, if it's there, they're going to eat it because mm-hmm. they got to hibernate and they got to, you know, they they may not know where their next meal is coming from. So, if they can get it, it's true. Just gorge. And as uh, Mr. Tira of the California Department of Fish and Wildlife said on Sunday, "quote." It's easier to find leftover pizza than to go in the forest. <laughs> imagine imagine instead of throwing out that pizza, we put it in the fridge and sell it. We wouldn't have Ooh. this Hank the Tank problem. Well, the thing is, he's not just going through the trash. He's breaking into houses. Well, now, see, that's a problem. Oh, he's <laughs> breaking into houses. You can't have At that. least 28 houses since July. 
Like, Why'd they kill this dude? I'm sorry. Yeah, good luck. He's a 500 pound bear. Wait. Also, wow, you're really not rooting for Hank the Tank right what now? What do you mean? He need one bullet. We can't. Two ounces. Yeah. <laughs> Eat this <laughs> bullet. <laughs> like, Spencer, we cannot have a 500 pound bear roaming neighborhoods and breaking into homes. We just can't. I'm sorry. Well, we don't. California hey, does. He's a whole country away from us. We we all animal lovers, but dang, come on now. It, it, at this, you breaking into my house. I'm sorry, man. You gotta go. Oh yeah, I'm you sorry. tell him that when he's breaking into your house. <laughs> yeah, when he yeah, comes in, nah, man, you gotta go. You gotta go. You, and I just, man, you gotta see bear having real. Just quick. make yourself look really big. He just turns right around. Come make on. yourself look six feet tall, Michael. I'm gonna call him Mowgli, uh, Smokey <laughs> the Bear. Mowgli. Yeah, Mowgli. Jungle Book. You mean Baloo? Oh, I mean, you're so right. Damn. <laughs> Mowgli. Yeah, I've seen that movie in a bit, huh? Nope. <laughs> so, I mean, did they, is there is there a plan to like catch Hank? Well, they are they are trying to trap Hank and possibly euthanize him. Boo! I hate it. Fuck off. Let him live. He's a champ. He's a people's champ. All he wants to do is eat pizza, and that's legal. He's like a ninja turtle. That's right. He's he's not that. Except not, the Ninja Turtles are fighting crime. Yeah, and like ninjas, you sort of associate sort of an agility, uh, speed. Sure. You know, sort of a dexterity, not a. a, a I'm going to say almost spherical bear. He's pretty. He's pretty lumbering. Uh-huh. Uh huh. At 500 pounds, Hank is quote exceptionally large. The state wildlife authorities said the average black bear in the western U.S. weighs 100 to 300 pounds. 100 pounds? No. Uh, black bears, I mean, like if you're looking I could at you beat know, up a bear, then a <laughs> hundred pounds. <laughs> well, you're looking at like you know when they've just reached adulthood. There, I would think, like you know, they're they're technically at maturity. I think two, me small. and Michael, or two men could kill a preteen black bear with their bare hands. I could definitely kill that bear. Write that down. No, I'm not going to do that because I want to respect you. Uh, more than that. Put that on the record, Spencer. Yo, honestly, you, you just did. This is the record. It's you're the, right. You you're sing right. into a microphone. They don't have to. They don't have to kill this bear. Bring him a slim, nice lady bear, and he's gonna be <laughs> jogging. And get him a treadmill or something. You guys ever seen Doctor Lou Little? That's what they did. That's true. Uh, Movies. He's got a point. Are not real. <laughs> you don't talk to animals. I mean, I do. They don't talk back. What if Sadie <laughs> was 500 Sadie pounds? On. She's getting there. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that. Michael, you can't say it. <laughs> You're too mean. Oh, uh, no. Sadie's good. Sadie the cat. Where is she? She just needs a nice treadmill. <laughs> a cat mill. Uh, Hank's diet of human food and garbage has expanded his size, said Ann Bryant, the executive director of the Bear League. Sweet. He's really assimilated to American culture, then. Uh, you're right. Food Just and grazing garbage. and gorging himself on junk food. The Bear League is a wildlife rescue service in Homewood, California, by the way. Uh, quote, he didn't get fat like that eating berries and grubs, she said, adding that it was not clear how Hank developed a taste for human food. Complex carbs. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, bears don't eat grubs. Is that what you said? Grub berries and grubs, berries and grubs. Bears will eat whatever. You just said it yourself. Opportunistic feeders, but a grub, omnivores, like a worm. Sure. You ever see The Lion King? 
Uh, yeah. Were there bears in that one? Those those grubs looked good. Oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Bears are. What do they eat? Like they're omnivores. They eat whatever. Yeah, they yeah. eat whatever's around. No, they eat fish though. Yeah. They eat fish. They eat meat. They eat berries. They eat honey. You know that. Grubs apparently. Yeah. But that is coming well, you from might the not bear league, this. so who knows? Shout out to my favorite bear, Winnie the Pooh. Big bear. Big bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hank became one of the neighborhood's least wanted residents in July, which is around the time that bears enter hyperphagia, a period where they bulk up on calories before they hibernate for the winter, according to the National Park Service. But Hank's penchant for breaking into homes, which was reported by KRNV-TV in Reno, Nevada, who cares, did not slow in the winter leading the state wildlife authorities to believe that he never went into hibernation, Mr. Tiro said. Sometimes bears don't hibernate if they have year-round access to food, he said. Did you know that? I did not Hold know on. that. Yeah, bears just hibernate so they don't eat, you're telling me? Pretty much, yeah. They, uh, you know, when, when food is harder to come by in winter, they, they're, like, their whole activity slows down. You know, they, they, they bulk up as much as they can beforehand, uh, but that, that's what hibernation's for. More or less. Oh, uh, I thought they can't just. Uh, I thought it's because of the cold. Well, partially, but you know, I just thought of a really good question. Up. I might not be able to answer it, but go ahead. Would you guys rather maintain your current okay. sleep cycle for the rest of your life, so eight hours a day, or you know, whatever you get a day for the rest of your life? <laughs> not eight. Or would you rather? Sleep for an entire month out of the year, but the other 11 months, you're not tired at all and you can stay up the entire time. Am I going to be able to convince my boss that that's what's going on? <laughs> Am I going to lose my job over this? I'll I'd say it. no. I'll take it. I'll I take think it. I would take it too. I'll take it. What do you mean? I'm going on a month vacation, man. Yeah, I'd take February off. No, I'll take the longest uh, month. What do you mean? Well, with 31 days every time. So January? Yep. January, December. Start off the year with a hibernation? Yep. I think I would do it. I hate sleep. I'll take it under advisement. <laughs> so, shout out to Hank the Bear, but we got to get rid of him. Let's be honest. Just, like, put him in a zoo. Give him some pizza. That's all he wants. And people will come to see him. I would go. Who holding a 500-pound bear, though? They hold, like, giraffes. It's not like he's going to be trying to escape. Yeah, but... It... He's got all the pizza he needs at the zoo. Oh, my goodness. Hi there. Spencer here, host of the show. You remember from before. And I have a late-breaking update to share with you. I, I found this out under an hour after we finished recording. It turns out that Hank the Tank is not merely one bear. He's three. Three separate, approximately equally huge bears that have been barging into California homes and rooting around for pizza. And if you don't like that, then you can't recognize a miracle when you see one. That's not my fault. Not Hank's fault either, or his accomplices. According to the Sacramento Bee, as of mere minutes ago, Officials with the California Department of Fish and Wildlife said that DNA samples collected from the dozens of properties that had been burglarized by these bears showed at least two other large black bears, in addition to Hank the Tank, the hero of our tale, had broken into some of the homes. As a result, the distinctive bear with a light brown muzzle and an inky black beach ball-shaped body 
won't be euthanized or relocated to a sanctuary. Everything is going exactly like I hoped it would. It's all coming up, Spencer, right now. By association, it's all coming up Hank the Tank. God bless those bears. Back to the show. Have you ever got, have you like ever been like at a zoo and seen anybody throw peanuts at the elephants? No, I've never seen that. No. Like, is that but like it's a common trope you hear? I don't know. They, I mean, they probably like. Isn't it. SpongeBob? I know that. <laughs> so you know it's true. <laughs> was in SpongeBob was the elephant uh, elephant or was it like a worm or something? <laughs> Manatee. Um, that's a good question, Michael. That's, I thought it was like an actual elephant, that's the, but that's a cows of the sea. Spence. It's true. You know, sometimes you'd be minding your business in your house and a 500-pound barrel come walking through and just wreck your whole shop, you know? It's literally just an elephant, you know? but it has little flippers on its first feet. But it's the shape and color of an elephant. I'm trying to do a segue. <laughs> it's a really labored one, but I'm, I'm, God damn it, I'm trying. Help me. Go ahead, Spence. <sighs> For Hank. The tank. <laughs> Black bear. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes that's what blows up your whole spot. Sometimes you'll be minding your business in your college dorm and you'll have to be evacuated because somebody has created some sort of explosion. Is that a thing that's happened? That's uh, that's what happened at Brigham Young University. BYU. This week. I've been there. Reading BYU. Have you? Yeah. How did you end up there? Uh, for a uh, competition for school. Went out to Provost. Utah. Provo? That's where BYU Pro- is. Provo. Provost, right? Pro- Provo. Or is it Provo? I think Provost is like a... Is it, oh, that's a title, administrative right? Resp- yeah. yeah, so it's, it's just title. Provo. Yeah. I mean, you look like you'd fit in there. Yeah, I agree. Those are some wild <laughs> kids, though, I'll tell you. Yeah, drinking their hot beverages. Yeah, they're drinking a lot of things down there. <laughs> really? But it was beautiful. The landscape was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Oh, Utah's... Yeah. That's where I went to... Uh, uh, I went to... Um, in and out for the first time in Provo, Utah. They have that in Utah? Yeah. Huh. Delicious. Anyway, a BYU student tried to make homemade rocket fuel in a dorm, according to CBS News, and created a fireball that displaced 22 people. <laughs> Damn, what YouTube video this guy was watching? <laughs> uh, police at Brigham Young University in Utah had to give an unconventional warning to students this weekend. Quote, keep your experiments in the lab. (laughs) The warning came after a student living in one of the college's dorms attempted to make homemade rocket fuel and instead created a fireball that engulfed the walls. The failed DIY project occurred Sunday afternoon, police said. They said the unnamed resident had been making homemade rocket fuel on their stove, quote, when the volatile mixture suddenly exploded into a fireball. (laughs) The flames from the explosion had engulfed the walls and ceiling around the stove, and the intense heat tripped the fire sprinkler system, police said. Firefighters quickly secured the scene and were able to put out the remnants from the fire. <laughs> Was anybody injured? Uh, it doesn't appear to have been anybody injured. However, what the hell are you doing? Like, the, part of me is like, ah, ha, ha, funny. He's like, you know, everybody's fine. Sure. Like, he's just this weirdo cooking up some stuff on the stove. Part of me is like, well, this guy trying to like build a bomb. Yeah, this guy may be a domestic terrorist. <laughs> right. Like I, 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 when I saw this, I was like giggling at it. Now I'm like, oh, hang on. I just remember what country I live in. 
Yo, I only can imagine like the firefighters just coming, being like, "Oh man, we got a call." You know, the college. I would take our time. You know, probably false alarm. <laughs> you know, all the fire alarms getting <laughs> Get pulled. Get there and be like, "Damn!" Yeah, somebody was trying to build a, a Saturn V booster rocket in their dorm room. This guy was definitely white, right? Uh, well, it's Brigham Young University, so I'm going to say the odds are roughly ninety-nine point eight percent. Okay. <laughs> So I will tell you guys a story in my dorm room experience is... Um, I didn't even have to ask. I was hoping something was going to happen. The, the, um, the fire alarm would go off all the time. Just, mm. Yeah, just like, like, like at middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. So I would just... Yep. First time I would go out, you know, damn, okay, nothing. Let's go back in. Second time go in, you know, get out. Third time I was like, oh, nah, man, I'm staying here. <laughs> Or roll those Forget dice. You can get in that. trouble. Well, they can't. Oh, Michael, the RA is going to be so mad. Dude, the RA was knocking on the door. <laughs> like, anybody in there? No. Stay silent. And all you hear is, eh, 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 eh. I did like five times. Forget that. Man. I'm going to sleep. I'm staying asleep. <laughs> My sophomore year, I was right in a spot where I could hear three different fire alarms from different parts of the building. Whenever uh-huh. anybody tripped it. And so it was, and, the, and they were all out of sync and none of them were the same pitch. And now that I'm saying it out loud, it sounds like a very petty grievance, but <laughs> I, it made me so mad. That, like, <laughs> didn't even line up right. It sounded so annoying. Yeah, I would have, I would have, I would have came, if that, I would have been still inside and be like, man, did you guys see that hole? That explosion? <laughs> was there ever actually uh, like a fire that tripped it or was it just like, no. Oh, somebody burned popcorn again. Yeah, it was always something like that. Yeah, what that. Michael didn't was... say is the whole building burned down. It was just him like in his bed and just ashes all, <laughs> all around when he woke up. Like a Buster Keaton game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one time it was that like there was actually like a lot of smoke in the hallway. But I was like, man. I you said nothing. who cares? Somebody cooking ramen. I, I mean, no, I just was like, I was just like next morning they were like, hey, like, did you did you guys see did you see the smoke? Did you see the smoke? And people were coughing. And I was like, man, I fell asleep. I was asleep the whole time. <laughs> Almost slept forever. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, it would take so long for the, one of those buildings to burn down. Like, the cinder block yeah. building. Especially, like, where me and Michael went to school. Like, there's a fire department right there. Like, they'll get there. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> fire notoriously moves at a nice measured pace. Leisurely pace. Oh man! But it's wild. It is wild what you can do with a YouTube video, or like what you can learn to make with a YouTube video. <laughs> was that which I'm sure is what this guy was was looking at? Most likely, uh, yeah. I uh, when I was a kid, when I was like uh, was like 12, maybe 13. I don't I don't remember what grade I was in, but I watched a YouTube video about how to turn a disposable camera into a taser. And uh, what? Oh no! When I when I was I I was like oh well I'm gonna obviously try to try to do this before you go any further. Am I going to have to do another disclaimer? Because it does take time. No, no. no, no. <laughs> this only caused personal bodily harm. Not bodily harm to anybody else. As long as the next thing you say doesn't start with, so what you have to do is. <laughs> <laughs> Red wag goes a blue wag. It, well, I mean, I won't say how to do it, but it's honestly not that difficult. Um, but anyway. But anyway. I was making it, and I, I accidentally touched like the taser part of it. 
and boy, oh what do you boy, mean the ta- that's a camera. Like, what? What is the taser part? Well, like you had to like take camera? it apart and like you know some. Oh wait, no, no, never mind. Don't tell me. 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 And in the process of making it, I tased myself. Um, Ooh. And I, um, my whole body just collapsed. And uh, Yo, what? was in an incredible worked. amount of pain for about 15 seconds. Wow. So, Craig, you've been tased, basically. By a disposable camera, yes. How many uh, jewels were uh, going? Incredible. I don't know. Like, I don't know how equivalent or like is it to like a normal taser, but good God, it felt real. <laughs> That thing was no joke. Man. <laughs> like it shook your whole body. Whole body. Just on the ground, collapsed, couldn't move. Oof. Really? What yeah. the oh my goodness. <laughs> Didn't tell anybody. Like this a disposable like, camera? Like <laughs> we're talking about like CVS, like you buy yeah, like the wind up joint. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Take the picture, yeah. Really? Turn on the dial, yeah. Yeah. Can we sell these in the uh, the merch shop? Sure. Little kits. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, the kit what? is honestly just a disposable camera. You can do it. Like, you don't need any extra extra bits. Well, let's not delve into the specifics. I wonder if this is still on YouTube. Oh, no, no. I'm sure it is, Michael. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, we got a few minutes left here. That's so funny. Uh, I was thinking we could move into the Quora portion of the show. Uh, I've been trying to split things into sort of more clearly defined regions. So we have sort of a, an intro hang out with the uh, the host's portion, then the news, and then uh, this mess at the end. So, reading from Quora.com, question asker, uh, I forgot to look this up ahead of time. Oh, Anonymous, perfect. So who cares? Yeah, fuck you, Anonymous. What would, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> what would you think if someone you hate gave you a birthday present? <laughs> Dang him. <laughs> oh, forget this guy. <laughs> I mean, I suppose it depends. If it's just sort of a, a sort of petty everyday, you know, enemy that you have, you kind of have to just say, ah, oh, thanks, and, you know, do the I'm not saying everyday enemy. I'm saying someone you hate. Do you know what it is to hate, Craig? Um, I mean, I certainly have enemies, but I don't know if I hate any of them, like... <laughs> Like hate, hate many them. men, huh, Craig? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Spencer. I'm gonna be hanging upside mm. down. What'd you think? Um, mm. uh, I would. I, I don't know. Like, but what if it was a really nice gift? You know, like a car. Would you suspect something? Like, what if Hitler came back and was like, Spencer, I want you to have my palatial estate. Happy birthday. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you've, done, you've thrown a lot at. I'm me obviously now. not a great guy, but Hitler you know. knows my birthday. Yes, I don't know. I would, I, w- I would just accept it. Honestly, I would just accept it. Smile. You would wave. accept Hitler's palatial estate on your birthday. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> like, I mean, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, yeah. Maybe, like, you know, in a couple of days, I'll rethink it and give it back. <laughs> you know, but of course, I'm accepted at first. You gotta accept it first. Can't be rude. You're not gonna hit with the. Oh no, no, I could. I, I could. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna hit him with that first. Be like, you sure? You sure? You sure? Okay, that's it. 
Oh, Adolf, this is too much. It's too much. <laughs> I can't accept this. Nein, mein Freund. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, would you guys? I guess I suppose it depends. I, I mean, if it's a really nice, yeah, I'm going to take it regardless. But if it's like a, you know, a pen or like a... A paperweight. You know, a Klondike bar or something. No, you can shove it. Oh, I take a Klondike. Ooh, oh, what if it's poison? <laughs> you could, What? But what if it's like, hey, I got you this pen? I mean, if it's somebody I hate. While we're no. talking about Klondike bars. I'm not going to give them the satisfaction. You know, I wasn't going to bring this up to later, but. <laughs> Go ahead, Spence. You know, that uh, that hotel I was telling you about that I worked at, the shitty one. One of the things that we sold there was like knockoff dollar store brand ice cream bars, right? And this lady comes in one, uh, one sunny afternoon in the middle of August and is like, hey. You got ice cream back there? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we got some like trash ones. Yeah, sure. We got some goes, trash. Cool. It's <laughs> cool. Can I get a Klondike bar? I'm like, absolutely. Or like the closest thing that we have to one. And I go in the back, I grab it out of the freezer, I bring it up to her, plop it on the, the counter. You know what a Klondike bar sure. looks like, right? You know how it seems and behaves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I pop that down on the counter in front of her. She looks down at it. She looks up at me with this baffled expression on her face and she goes you're not you can't like put it on a stick or something <laughs> what and I, just, I just looked at it I was like no <laughs> no i can't i don't have a, a box of tongue depressors because this is not a doctor's office it's the world's shittiest hotel i mean did she explain further what she was expecting a contact no to look like? she did not i don't know what she thought she was getting into but she she seemed as disappointed as she could have been by a Klondike bar. Was it? Over- I mean, did she still accept it? She took it. She paid for it. Right. Was it wrapped already, or is it like the- unwrapped? Yeah, it was wrapped. It was it just looked like a dollar store Klondike bar. That'll be seventy five cents, ma'am. That and <laughs> this other lady came in one time uh, with like a couple of kids, so it, was, you know, it didn't seem like she was just having fun doing this. Like she was on a mission. She comes in. She looks like she's probably like, you know, late 40s. She's, she says, I'd like, I would like a cup of half cold, half hot water. Duh. Room temp. <laughs> so, I, was, I was like, uh, okay. I was like, do you mean warm water? She goes, I would like a cup of half cold, half hot water. Did she want so, it in that order, though? All right. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, don't I know. would not have been able to let that go. Like, I would have had to have, like, ra- rationalized. Uh, this clearly, moment. I haven't. This was a decade ago. <laughs> well, I so I go, I take a little plastic cup and I go to, like, the, the shitty industrial looking sink, like the, the sort of rubber or plasticky kind. It's like the huge basin. Because mm-hmm. that's the only one that I could do this with. I, I turn on the hot water. I turn on the cold water. I, I'm like, looking back at her sort of grinning nervously the whole time <laughs> coming right up man this is what you like isn't it and i hand it to her and her kids are like hanging off her legs she takes it and she lifts it up to underneath her chin then she holds it up underneath her nose she goes <laughs> what the and she says this isn't what i asked you for and then she walked out and i never saw her again and that has fucked with me for 10 I, years. I was Spencer. I wouldn't be able to live with myself after that encounter. Like I, 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 I barely, I'm barely hanging on. I, I'm, I'm 
I would think I would if that Spencer, if that happened to me, I would think about that two times a day for years. I pretty much do. Spencer, your life mission now got is to find that like lady. Absolutely not. I never want to interact with her again or anybody that she's related to. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to find out. No, I can't. I'm, I'm afraid that it would be something really simple that I just overlooked, but I can't think of what that would be. I'd, anyway, I would have to know. This brings us perfectly to uh, our last segment where you tell me how weird something is. Ready? Ready. Beautiful. Quora user Anna L. asks, Is it weird for a customer to hug an employee? No. I'm going to say no. no as well. No? You don't think it depends on any circumstances? Well, I mean, hopefully it's after you've had a good interaction and they felt very satisfied with the service you provided, but... No, like everything is good, I think. Yeah, I, I, I don't find anything... Michael, have you ever thank hugged you, an employee? Th- thank you for doing your job. Thank you. Thank I mean, I'm all for, you know, respecting service workers. Yeah, I, I hugged an employee, maybe. Do I have an employee? Who'd you hug, Michael? <laughs> I've never hugged an employee, but I have been hugged as an employee. Really? How'd that go? Well, I mean, I worked in the retail industry for a while, and I helped this lady. Um, I mean, I've been hugged many a times. sweet deal on a jet ski. I, uh, I remember helping this lady pick out... Uh, couple of pairs of Ethan pants for her husband, and she uh, was very satisfied with my uh, my salesmanship and my customer service, well, and she well. hugged me. This is not nearly as funny as I thought it would be. I'm just going to pull the plug on it, partially because <laughs> I have to go right now. It's been real, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I mean, Spencer, have you ever, have you ever shopped around with a 60-year-old woman for Ethan pants? It's very time-consuming. No, I'm not even sure what you're saying. <laughs> Ethan pants? Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a khaki pant with a bunch of pleats in it. Oh, okay. It's very old fashioned. Anyway, thank you all for listening to this foolish program. Foolish. That's it for us this week. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so by email at mailbox at neverbetter.show or follow us on Twitter, which you are legally obligated to do because you've listened to us this far. Correct. And send us a DM at neverbettercast. All one word, no punctuation. It's 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 how that always goes. No, you're online. That'll do it for us. Thank you so much once again, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Science guy, school is cool. Bill.
Bill, Bill, Bill. Bill, no, I don't sign this Science is cool. Bill. Man, I gotta stop smoking black and miles before the show. <laughs> but they're just so damn smooth. Spencer, have you ever smoked a black and miles? Yes, I, I, uh, I have. I didn't have a great time. What? Smoking a smoking on a wood tip. That's right. A cinnamon <laughs> apple though? Yum. When I was in Boy Scouts, the assistant scoutmaster would just leave those things fucking everywhere. Just the wood tips. Uh huh. Man, he powered through the thing. Anyway, all right. That was a cool guy with the kids. Well, not really. He looked exactly like Dale Gribble from King of the Hill. 